Prologue Saturday, the 10th of February Remind me why I'm here again, said Boston Police Department's Homicide Unit Chief Joe Mannix as he tugged at the too-tight bow tie around his neck. It was almost eight, and pre-dinner drinks had been flowing for well over an hour, the noise level in Boston's impressive Four Seasons Hotel ballroom increasing with every glass of Verve Clicquot. "'Ah, well,' began Joe's good friend, Boston criminal defense attorney David Cavanaugh, "'I'll start with the fact that I spent my entire last weekend shoveling snow from your driveway. "'And then, let's see, there was that little matter of my helping you push your SUV down said driveway "'so I could charge it with jumper leads from my Land Cruiser, "'which saw your car purring like a kitten and my battery left flatter than the beer at the idle hour.' he finished, referring to Joe's less-than-savory drinking haunt in South Boston. "'The beer at the Idol tastes just fine,' said Joe. "'And you should stop complaining. In the very least, I was kind enough to give you a lift home.' "'In your SUV,' smiled David, "'which I have no doubt is still purring like a kitten,' interrupted a now-grinning Joe. "'Nah, more like a contented tiger, or a jaguar ready to pounce.' There you go, smiled David as he accepted another beer from a passing waiter. The room was packed. The close to 4,000 square foot high ceiling space was now overflowing with 300 men in dinner suits and women in ball gowns who swept in and out of the ornately decorated tables with all the elegance and urgency that networking at high-powered events such as these required. The annual Massachusetts Law Society St. Valentine's Day Ball was a major asterisk on Boston's legal fraternity calendar. The first chance since New Year's to don the finery and make contact with old friends, new acquaintances, and more importantly for many, stroke the egos of those they either needed to impress on one hand or intended to exploit on the other. When David's boss, Arthur Wright of Wallace Wright and Gertz, begged off the annual due for the second year in a row, and David's pregnant partner, Sarah, announced she was flying south to see her birth mom in Atlanta for the weekend, David had roped his good pal Mannix into playing his date for the evening, fearing that if he was going to suffer mingling with the in-crowd for close to four hours— and then at the very least his detective friend could repay the previous weekend's disaster by graciously sharing the pain. David, said a voice from behind. David turned to see his good friend and fellow Boston College Law School grad, Tony Bishop, move towards him with his arm outstretched. Hey, Tony, said David. You remember Joe? Sure replied the good-looking bishop, wearing a designer tux David knew would have cost the blue-chip corporate attorney a cool four figures. It's good to see you again, Lieutenant. Although, judging by the look on your face, I'm guessing you are here under sufferance. More like torturance, replied Joe with a smile. And if that's not a word, it should be, simply to describe how a cop like me feels at a five-star schmooze fest such as this. And they laughed. Fifteen minutes later, dinner was served, a four-course feast, which began with an entree of salmon marinated with lightly smoked wild fennel, followed by roast octopus tartare with avocado, tomato, and spring onion, progressing to a wild mushroom-crusted filet mignon with truffle juice, and finishing with a dessert of lemon-fallen souffle tart with coconut ice cream. 
The room appeared to sparkle inside and out. Four crystal chandeliers hung like diamonds from the silver-leaf ceiling, complementing the fairy lights strung on the now-leafless trees outside the windows. The imported silk drapes had been pulled back to reveal the snow-drenched expanse of the sculptured public gardens and beyond. "'You've done it now,' said Tony Bishop, pointing to an anxious-faced woman who was arguing with a hotel employee about some sort of problem with the seating. "'Jesus, Tony,' said David, taking another sip of his European beer. "'They put me and Joe on a table with Roger Katz, for Christ's sake.' The ambitious Suffolk County Assistant District Attorney was an old opponent and egotistical ass who both David and Joe were more than comfortable despising. True, said Tony, but switching name cards is more than just a little juvenile, D.C., he smiled, still referring to David by his college nickname after all.